Batman Universe. Hey guys, welcome back to the Batman Universe. We did take a quick week off, but we are back. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Andy DiGenova, and joining me is my bat chum, Mr. Jamie Magoo. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Andy. What's going on, man? Not much. Welcome back. You too. Thank you. It feels we good were, to be back. We were really away, away. No, it was just... Just a hiatus. Dustin was on vacation. Yeah, and the guy... And we didn't want him to have to worry about our nonsense. That's right. He has he, to worry about that enough. He deserves a break. Like, I like to think that he listens to each one every week, and he was like, I'm not even going anywhere. I just can't hear your voices this week. Like, <laughs> I, I just, just need a week off. I just don't want to hear you at all. So if that's... If we could just take a break, that'd be great. Like... We get it. We understand. Yeah. But anyway, because of that, we're yes. sitting on a whole pile of news a for Batman. A goose egg of Batman. And uh, yeah, this is, you know, this is the when it rains, it pours part of it because uh, we are three weeks away today when we're recording this, three Dear weeks away Lord. from the release of Batman v Superman. Oh, dude, it is so close. So close. Ridiculously close. So uh, we have lots and lots to discuss. We'll try and be as efficient as possible. We'll see how that goes. And I, and I, yeah, and I, I will say this, at least right off the bat, you know, we'll have to negotiate how far into it because in the next few weeks, guys, there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out with people screening this movie, spoilery stuff. And I think, at least at my level, I know that you're a lot more willing, Andy, to like divulge in some of that stuff probably than I am um, and get the uh, secrets, you know, spoiled yeah, for you. But yeah. but at the same time, I know that you want some of that saved. Doomsday's really the Joker. Oh, dear God. Why would you not say that? He peels off all that rocky exterior <laughs> and it's the Joker. It's like a half hour of the movie of him just peeling off flesh yeah, because there's yeah. a lot to go through. It's it's worth it. But it's, it's going to look amazing. It's really good. We know that. Um, but just a, you know, fair warning, like, if you're looking for, you know, if you're worried about super, super spoilery stuff... Yeah, we'll we're going to stay away from We'll it. stay away from most of that, and we'll warn you before anything that is um, potentially really spoilery, um, which actually is going to be right off the bat, actually, in a lot of this news. There's a couple things uh, coming out. So, yes, tickets are on sale now for BVS. Yeah. Um, go out there and get them if you haven't, um, you know. It's going to be quite the event. It is. I believe. It is. It's I've got tickets for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You are an animal, but your I need any plans is, for Sunday? Yeah. Well, I I only have one. Actually, I only have the R screening that we're going to go to. But I like. Should we just buy tickets for the next showing right after that? I mean, yes, I, I should. Well, we need to be able to debrief Digest. and then go back. Yes. We should, like, leave an hour to uh-huh. go get burgers yeah. or something, or tacos, yes. and then yes. go back to yeah. it. Yeah, L- like, physically, literally digest and mentally digest. Yes. That's a good call. But I do need to plan a second screening. So so get your tickets, folks. Go out there and get them. Buy your tickets. Nobody's buying tickets for this movie. It's crazy. It's going yeah. to bomb. I know. It's going to do They're going to cancel it, They're actually. They're going to cancel. It's not going to come out. Oh, crap. Surprise! Surprise! All right, so... so. Fresh off the press from yesterday... Um, sorry, this might be a little jumbled. This is. I think it's out of order. Mine is a little out of order, so... Okay, well, let me... Let you, me you while Andy ahead. figures it what out... What comes next? I'll catch up later. So, um, the... Oh, maybe because you're seeing the Green Lantern thing? Yes. Okay, well, that that I just put that in because there was an EW article. Oh, yes. That came out, and it was mostly about, well, not article. They had basically the whole magazine was uh, yeah, Batman tons, v Superman tons of magazine. Stuff. I didn't go through all of it, um, but I did highlight a couple points, which are actually not BVS-related. Well, one of them isn't. It's more a uh, greater universe uh, deal, but because... There was so much in-depth and I think a lot of spoiler in it. I don't know. Did you read it? Did I did read? not read it in full. I did the same thing you did. Yeah. I, I saw some highlights online, yeah. but I did not read the whole so, thing. Yeah. So if you guys want us to like look or talk more about that maybe next week or something, we can. But otherwise, I think we're going to mostly steer clear and just you can go buy the magazine. You know, Obviously, it's great for Entertainment Weekly. And you, know, uh, you can kind of gauge your level of involvement of what you want to know about it. Uh, but one of the things that they covered, which I thought was interesting news, um, when they were interviewing Zack Snyder about the movie and kind of getting into it, uh, was a little detail about Green Lantern. And, you know, we obviously know that Green Lantern Corps is kind of out there in the ether. We know that potentially it's 
it's towards the end of the it's slate, 2020, right? Yeah, 2020, yeah, it's, it's a ways out. Yeah, it's a ways out. So we don't, we didn't know like how. Obviously, it seems like Aquaman and the Flash and these other characters will probably be showing up Are much kind of sooner. Ready to go already? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Green Lantern kind of being mysterious about it, um, and this is what. Uh, he said about Green Lantern, uh, Zack Snyder, he said, Green Lantern is an incredible character. He's actually multiple incredible characters. Oh, wait, no, not it's not Snyder. It's Silverman. Uh, He's one of the producers. One of the producers. So my apologies. Uh, there's real opportunity there. We didn't do a great job on that first Green Lantern movie. This is a character who deserves to be treated in the same way that Batman and Superman Wonder Woman are be treating not being treated now. Which is with great reverence. I guess I can say that the green, to the Green Lantern fans, if they can be patient with us, I think they'll be really happy. So I know that that's not Batman v Superman news, but in the sort of realm of, of this uh, magazine, I thought I would just include that. And um, one quick little snippet also from this, which is related – uh, was the status of Jenna Malone. So spoilers, if you want to keep that a mystery, um, you'll find out what her role is. This this news is that there isn't news. Yes. Kind of. Essentially. You know, the, the, kind of the, thing, the news about Jenna Malone is the fact that uh, if you want to find out who she is, you're going to have to wait until the Blu-ray. Right, right. So essentially, it's, it's not really a spoiler because it doesn't reveal anything about who she is. If anything, it shrouds it in more mystery because whatever role she was playing, there was uh, some leaked cast Casting uh, images, I think I can't from from a magazine or something that that called her out as Barbara Gordon. Back right, though. right. Um, but as far as BVS goes, apparently she won't be in the movie um, in the theatrical release at the very least. Uh, but potentially in the Blu-ray release, she will be in a extra scene, which we know we're getting that super cut in the Blu-ray of whatever that's going to be. Right. So, so my guess is some little you know kind of. A little hinty, droppy. Yeah, my, my guess is drop. it was probably just a scene. Yeah, that at the end of it, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, that's a nice little Easter egg, and that's fun, but it's yeah. not necessary. Mm-hmm. So let's just save it as an extra. Mm-hmm. Which get a little bit of a bummer because I like her and I was excited to see how she fit in. But yeah, I guess I just have to wait a well, little. Well, I mean, with the size of this movie, it yeah. might be better. It might just be too jam packed. So that's all we're gonna go with as far as the uh, Entertainment Weekly magazine. Unless you wanted, is there anything else you wanted to? touch on that you can think of those were the two things that were like not just going through the movie and some right, of the strategies right. in the movie yeah that was those were the bigger things I feel like I yeah. saw there something else but oh well well I'll move on and you can look into it and, and if you see anything we'll jump back to it but otherwise um, that's it so go check that out if, if you like and uh, divulge as you would like oh well, I guess we'll cover the image I'm s- sitting here looking at um, there's oh, just yes. a new image there was a new image that came out that's a pretty big one um, you know again sort of in the nature of how they've been doing these things just rolling out a little bit more so letting yeah. us see a little bit more um, so do you want to describe this image for us, Andy? Yeah, it's very Dark Knight Returns, yes. as you would imagine. Um, so it's another it's another image of the big fight between Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, it, ba- Batman has his uh, boot to Superman's throat. Mm. So his big spiky boot to Superman's throat, which again is very evocative of the image from the Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing, though, is that Batman is in his armored suit, mm-hmm. but the helmet is all busted up. Yeah. It's got, and so you can kind of you can kind of see Ben Affleck's face through the helmet, right? Yeah, so that's he takes some serious damage at least uh, at least to it's that. It's gonna point, be a brutal which, fight. Yeah, it's you know nothing surprising there, but pretty crazy to even see be able to see his eye. You know the fact that this is like the got the tech cowl. You know lights behind the eyes. You know being yeah. able to actually see his face quite a bit is pretty crazy, but. Gotta love it. Just another one of those images that basically nobody can help but take this, you know, the the way that it's uh, laid out and, and just the, the cinematography and how it is so evocative of the comics, you know. And right. everybody posting from The Dark Knight Returns and being like, look at this, you know. Same, <laughs> look same, at this. Same damn thing. Look at, look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Um, uh, other so fun cool. stuff. Yeah. The, so after the Oscars, um, Jimmy Kimmel had Ben Affleck on – his show, and so they showed a new clip from Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and then they showed a quote unquote deleted scene <laughs> from Batman v Superman. So the well, so we'll do the good. clip first. The clip is also again from that fight, and it's taking a few pieces that we have seen in previous trailers and TV spots, and just kind of gives you a little more context around them. So it is uh, Superman 
kind of launching towards Batman and launching him through a building and then tossing him through the bat signal. Yeah. And then Batman is kind of like hanging off the side of the building, catching his breath. Yeah. And he turns around, throws a smoke grenade. Superman rushes through the smoke. Batman is gone. Yeah. And then uh, and then Batman, you see, is actually off to the side of him and shoots that something. Projectile of Projectile sorts. that mm. Superman immediately catches, which we've seen in the trailers. Yeah, which... So it just kind of connects a couple pieces that we mm. had seen before because we had seen... You know, we had seen Superman rush through the smoke. Yeah. We had seen them launch through the building, and then we had seen him catch the projectile. So now you just get a little more of the connective tissue. Yeah, they tissue. just kind of filled in the gaps. Yeah. I love, I love the him throwing him through the bat signal. I mean, that's – I just love at least the statement that that makes. You know, it's kind of like a little bit metaphorical too where yeah. Superman is like saying – He like, says the bat is dead. Yeah, the bat is dead. You know, kind of like here, you know, your symbol, you – you're done, you know, trying yeah. to kind of nip it in the bud and say, you know, like he says to him, stay down. You know, if I want to be dead already, kind of like, don't, you yeah. know, don't, don't go there. Mm-mm, don't, don't you. Which no, I think, girl. Which I think is what, how it'll follow up when we see it in the movie. Don't you do that. Um, mm, but mm. <laughs> it's going to just be a lot of super snapping. That'll be awesome. Super snapping. And each snapping. snap will send a shockwave. <laughs> like, you're destroying buildings with your snapping. Like, I'm trying to make a point. Uh, so, <laughs> nonsense. So, anyway, you know, uh, looks like the beginning of the fight, you know. Yeah, like, yeah like, you're right. And, and I love it. I love it. The way that they are doing that, you know, a lot of criticism on the marketing for this movie, obviously, but at least with the clips, aside from, you know, people saying with the big doomsday stuff, they've been very cool. I think it's been very smart how they've rolled these out, you know, strategically. Oh, yeah. Just, I think, I think ever since... a little inkling, a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, ever since that second trailer that did reveal doomsday, which most, you know, most people thought was a misstep. Yeah. Ever since then, mm-hmm. they've been, I think... Firing on all cylinders and really doing a great job mm-hmm. with with the clips they release, the the third trailer, the TV spots, the the viral stuff that they're mm-hmm. doing with Henry Cavill talking to kids and Ben Affleck surprising people in the Batmobile on yeah. the Warner Brothers lot. Like they're doing all this fun stuff to get the word out, and I think that they're doing it really smartly ever since the Doomsday. Trailer. Yes, yes, they're just basically giving everybody more of what we've seen already, you know? So, actually, and this is for later, but just a quick example, too, is in the video games. Actually, I just found out if you play the game Rocket League, which is a a soccer RC game uh, on... I think it's on PlayStation. It's it's mostly a console game. Uh, Great fun. It's just soccer with cars. Oh. It's ridiculous. The BVS car. The BVS Batmobile is going to be a playable car in that game. And so it's just another one of those things where it's like, look, okay, you know, yeah, we don't have to show everybody the whole movie, but it's just like, here, now you can play as the Batmobile in this, and I can go into Arkham Knight and play and drive the Batmobile in that and play as Ben Affleck Batman in that Have you seen Injustice? Has oh, down no. has downloads for the BVS versions See, of Batman, Superman, great. and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So I haven't played Injustice in forever. So, but I need to pop it in totally. just to do that. Same, yeah. I'll break that out again, definitely to play those. So, yeah, I love it. They're they're going about it all right. Yeah. So very cool. Uh, so the other thing we didn't talk about was the deleted scene, which was very revealing. Right. It was yes. really revealing because yes. we it, we find out. That Clark Kent is Superman, right? Yeah, and, and Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, which exactly. is really exciting. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's that- it's hysterical. <laughs> it's hysterical. So it's the it's the party scene yes. from the trailer. Yes, um, and in the middle of Clark and Bruce's exchange, Jimmy Kimmel comes up and he. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, man, has anyone ever told you you look like Superman?" <laughs> and then he's like, "You're, you're Superman. You're Superman. You're Superman. You take, a, take a picture with me." Hold on. <laughs> and then Ben Affleck holds up the phone over his eyes and says, "Wait, you're Batman? Oh my god, we got Superman and Batman here." It's anyway. It's hysterical. I can't do it justice. Yeah, no, it's 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 on point. You know, they go, definitely go watch it. It's very funny. And Je- uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg shows up. Totally, I love that they got everybody involved, mm-hmm. and and they, you know they play it pretty straight overall. Yeah. You know, it's like they're trying to make it like it is that scene. And even um, uh, Will, not Will Forte, the other one, uh, Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah. Sorry, thank you. Yes, Will Arnett shows, shows up, up as the voice of Lego Batman. <laughs> yeah, and he's so, like, I'm Batman. <laughs> It's hysterical. It's so great. And, and again, that's really good marketing, yes, too. Yes, yes, exactly. I, it was, I was dying laughing, and I was like, you know, I, I don't know how this translates to 
the general public, but you know, I just love that it's. I think that it, it works great just it because does. it's People one of those things it. that it everybody, yeah, no matter whether or how big of a fan of, of Batman and Superman you are, you always think that like how is how are glasses hiding, hiding Clark Kent's identity? You know, how does nobody recognize Batman? And at least that was one of the things I actually did like about Green Lantern. Not to get too crazy, is at least in that when they movie, acknowledge that when yeah. they acknowledge that where she's where what's her face in the movie? I can't think of her name, but she looks at him and she's like, like how? Yeah. And he's like, how'd you know it's me? She's like, I've known you my whole life. You think a tiny little domino mask is going to make me not recognize you? And so I was like, at least they, that was that was kind of fun. That Can they, I tell you a story? Please do. True story. Okay. True story. Halloween uh-huh. last year, mm-hmm. I went as the computer programmer from Jurassic World uh-huh. wearing glasses. Yes. I also had a fake mustache. So it was two things. Okay. Glasses and a fake mustache. Uh-huh. On Halloween day, I went to pick up my best friend. I pull up. He gets in the car. He looks over and he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were somebody else. And he gets back out of the car. <laughs> he didn't recognize me. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, Carl. Car, and I was like. Carl Marx, I didn't mean to get into your car. I You're was like, like. It's all right, guy. Scott, Scott, get back in. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, I was like, what the hell? I, I got in someone else's car. I got in a stranger's car. And I was oh like, no, dude. Gosh. It's me. That is so funny. So. Yeah, it can happen. I'm saying. I've had it countless times where I wear glasses sometimes and sometimes not. Countless times where people I know well enough yeah. don't recognize me at first. And so I'm like, well, not extended period of time kind of thing. But at least at first glance, clearly, yeah. there's two testimonials right here. It could, It's plausible. It's, it's it's, it's plausible. more plausible than people think. Yes, yes. Because and uh, the other story I always tell is, you know, I in my last life I had to wear a shirt and tie to work every day, mm. and it was my off day. Old shirt I, and tie, Andy. Yeah, Oof. every day. So then it was my off day. I had to run into the office to get something, mm. and I went into the office in a t-shirt and a baseball cap, and I went into my office, and they were like, "Somebody is in Andy's office. Who is that guy?" And it was me. <laughs> so you'd be surprised. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, if everybody's little... used to seeing you one way, yes, it they it they don't always people aren't think... really as yeah. observant as you might think. So yeah, I I like it. It's it's like it's kind of amazing. You're like, how could that be? Confusing? I was like, really? But you're like, yeah. People you worked with all the time, every day, and they yeah. didn't even recognize you because of a hat, a hat, a hat, and a, a hat and a t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> um. Anyway. That is completely off subject. It is, but so it's fun, eh, kind of relevant. Yeah, kind of fun stuff on Jimmy Kimmel. Check out so that clip. Fun. Uh, so check fun. out the cool clip, and then check out the hilarious clip. I, I loved him. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, they were fantastic. All right, all right. So rolling into this, um, gosh, we might have to breathe through, breathe through some of this. So again, this is one of those ones. Uh, if you watch DC All Access, you've seen this. Um, but you know, it's just fun to put these on here because Zack Snyder is really talking about this movie. Obviously, now he's yeah. out there. You know, telling everybody his insights and and all of that because you know, obviously everybody's curious about you know. Furthermore, with this coming out, like what his opinions on it are, and um, I'll just run through really quick. I guess he said, um, and I quote: "Over the last two years, he's basically." Oh, wait a second. Okay, so this is coming from. I got the. I got. I didn't watch the video. I got the the typed out version. No, no problem. Okay. So this is Snyder talking about Superman and yes. Batman v Superman. Yeah, he's basically been Superman as pop culture would know him. He's been righting wrongs. Have there have been floods? Mines have collapsed. Bridges have collapsed. Churches have caught on fire. He's basically been a hero. When we find him, he's been dealing with the everyday world of being a superhero. But there's a paradig- paradigm paradigm shift happening and that the unintended consequences of some of those rescues are starting to come into fruition. He's starting to see that every action has a reaction. Like if you're just taking a cat out of a tree, you can't touch anything or the arborist will say, he damaged the tree branch when he got the tree, the cat down. Or the cat wasn't neutered, so now there's thousands of cats. There's no winning anymore for Superman. And furthermore, he went on to say, it's interesting to see how Batman perceives Superman because he doesn't know who Superman is. All he knows is the public face of Superman. And if you have an idea about someone or if you start to doubt someone's intentions, you can always read in the media. You can always see the face that you want to see based on how it's reported. Batman's seen the destruction of Metropolis. That's the thing he knows for a fact. So if thousands die, is that okay? What's next? Millions? Is everyone okay with that? Because I'm not. That's Batman's point of view. And finally on Lex Luthor, he said, uh, or Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor, he says, Jesse's done a really good 
really cool job with Lex in making him contemporary and multidimensional. He's smart. He's difficult to place. He's all the things you want from a villain. And in the sense that when you think you've got him figured out, he reveals something else about him. And it's funny because that seems to be a lot of what keeps coming up is how a lot of people are kind of doubtful about Jesse Eisenberg's performance as Lex Luthor and this kind of Lex Luthor. Luthor. And it sounds like, from kind of the buzz... That's actually the the shift yeah, that, that people yeah. are saying. Actually, his performance is not only good, but it's excellent. Yeah, and and surprising. Mm-hmm. So kind of cool to see that whole thing. Um, yeah, I I, I I these are all really interesting points. That's yes. why I, th- I thought it was important that we talked about it. The first one I thought was really interesting about how you know for two years Superman has been Superman, mm-hmm. um, and it's one of those things where it's like no good deed goes goes unpunished. Absolutely. And so he's out there doing the best he can trying to help people, mm-hmm. and people are still finding things to complain about because mm-hmm. that never happens in real life. <laughs> never has. Ever. Never. Uh, Especially not with the internet out. No. I mean, come existence. on. <laughs> it's all positivity and yeah. support. People never find things to complain about. <laughs> so I think that's a really cool and interesting take. The only thing I will say about this, though, uh, is, is I really hope that we really get to see that first part in this film before we start to see the public shift. I mm. want to see that... Superman as pop culture would know him, as as Zack Snyder says. I want that introduction to Superman that is like very Superman. Hopefully, we get at least a montage. Yeah, like we need I, a montage. That's right. <laughs> so I would love that, but I think again, that's a really it's it's a mm-hmm. really interesting angle to take with Superman. It's a complex angle to take with Superman, and yes. we we've seen how people can react to a complex angle at Superman. Yes. But we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So I, I think it's really interesting. Um, you know, we've talked about Batman's perception of Superman before. Totally. That this just really kind of confirms that. Uh, and now the the word about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex, like that, I think that there's good. There's a lot there. Yeah. And everybody has been kind of extolling his virtues in his performance who have seen it. Mm-hmm. So for the people who were still worried about it, you know, I think I think there's a lot there, and I think everybody might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they can rest a little easier hearing that positivity uh, and that angle. Um, but, yeah, again, you know, I agree 100% on everything you said, and, and you know, especially on this, the Snyder stuff. Um, I just love that I feel like he is taking the reactions that he's gotten to him making these movies and implemented those into the stories because he is taking the real reactions of people nowadays mm-hmm. and saying, this is how people are. Yeah. This is how people react. And, you the know. The world is full of jerks. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's true. <laughs> it's very, it's sad. But, like, in the past, you could be a lot more idealistic about yeah. about things like superheroes and stuff like that. But in the nature of what people expect from movies, A, and the nature of how things really are, B, you know, that's all the fodder that you need to make a very sound yeah. and I think feel, very truthful feeling story, you know, a very earnest feeling story. So sounds like he that's that's what he aimed to do. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, moving forward, uh, Henry Cavill has shared his thoughts on the final product of Batman v Superman. And he said, oh, it's rubbish. Yeah, he said, sucked, I believe, I believe was his quote. No, uh, so uh, he was at the Academy Awards. Uh, e! Online asked him uh, what he thought about Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Um, he said, when asked who he would rather have him have his back in a fight, he said, of course, Superman. He has all the powers. And Superman can't help but love everyone and wants to do the right thing. You know you have the right guy advising you. Uh, went on to add that he has seen the finished cut of Batman v Superman not once but twice, and his review of the film is epic, thrilling, and visually spectacular. Thrilling! I knew it. They had to do it. I knew it was coming. These these Brits and they're thrilling. I I love it though. They can say it so much better than we can. Uh, it would how hilarious would it have been if he was just like Batman? Obviously on yeah. my side. Oh, come on. <laughs> like even even I prefer Batman. So would, you, would you like to re-answer? Like you know, you're that guy, but you know, lover and a fighter, I guess, is Soups. Yeah, you know, that's if if there's anything we're learning about Soups in this movie, lover and a fighter. You know, yeah, got to do what you got to do. Uh, moving on to a uh, uh, premiere magazine interview with uh, Ben Affleck. He spoke a little about uh, his role as Batman in the new movie and uh, the possible Batman solo film and also working with Zack Snyder. Um, 
kind of breeze through this. This is a really, this is a really, really long, long one. one. So, we'll so maybe, maybe we'll just pick it. a couple. And, yeah. and uh, the rest, check out Premiere. There is an interview with Ben Affleck about yes. playing Batman yes. if you want to get all the nitty-gritty details. Yes. Um, so so start the first one. He just talks about how different this film is from other comic book movies. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, it's very different. It's a big movie, too, but it's another thing to spend three weeks in the Batmobile following a guy with a green suit who pretends to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. The superhero movies are magical, but really difficult to turn, especially physically. Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> a little on him talking about uh, Batman in the movie and his feeling on uh, being overwhelmed by a new threats in in the world he said uh, yes because suddenly the world is meaningless batman faces superhumans which had never happened to him it's very similar to what we saw at this time at least since 2001 the world is much scarier than what we thought anything can happen at any time banks can flow buildings can explode you feel less safe and zach wanted to evoke that feeling uh, I, I, I like this next little bit about working with Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that Zack is an incredibly visual director. One thing that sometimes doesn't make sense will when it's turned on in the monitor. It's sublime. It inspired me every day. And Chris is a pragmatic type who writes scripts for political thrillers. Their meeting was fruitful. They managed to create the perfect hybrid. The script is great. There was not a line to change in the dialogue. And I can tell you that is rare. Yeah. So lots of great words about the script from Academy Award winning director Ben Affleck. Yeah, man. Uh, there, there's actually, just going back even to some of the ones we've skipped, there's a lot of really good there's lots meat of good stuff in this in article. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's really worth your time checking out if you want to hear yeah. more about what Ben has to say. Definitely look it up online at the very least. Um, yeah, holy crap, I didn't realize how long. I just copied the whole thing, but man, it is, uh, it is pretty big. Uh, oh, I thought this one was fun. I did see this. Having fun on set and taking a souvenir. Um, he said, uh, oh, so many. I totally took one of the batterings. I put it in my pocket, and they told me that I had earned it. The prop <laughs> guy came to claim it, and I told him no. <laughs> There's a little mix there. Like, you've earned it, and the prop guy's like, no, no, ser- no, no, no seriously, give it back. And he's like, no, not anymore. Now he's like, I thought I had sort of a movie star pass for this kind of thing. I stayed right in my boots and... F- Flew, and I flew me to Los Angeles. The guy was super pissed off. Let him go to hell, Ben Affleck, which brings me the battering. <laughs> I've never visited at the end of filming. Zach gave me a great gift, Batman's grapple gun. Batman's grapple gun. I was like a kid. Besides, it's fun. My, my son really thinks I'm Batman. And I do not know if these are the colors, but he's sure that the FedEx guy is the Joker. <laughs> Whenever a package arrives, Daddy, the Joker is out. I think that's right. Purple FedEx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Um, a lot to live up to. I love even just going back to, to um, the Kimmel thing and his relation to this, where he talks about playing Batman uh, at his son's birthday party. Yeah. And how yeah. he was like, it's one thing to be on set, but uh, when you put on the suit and it's like the middle of the day and mm. all these adults that you know are staying there looking at you dressed as Batman, they're kind of like, oh, so you're playing Batman. You're really <laughs> really like, into this, aren't you? Not as, not as easy uh, to do that before. It's probably a little bit more difficult than even in the film. Uh, and the last one I'll pull out from this, though, just because uh, it's about Wonder Woman, because yeah. I love her. Yes. Um, and word is, from everyone who has seen the film, that she Shines. practically steals the movie. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah. There, there's been not a bad word said about... Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, which is so cool. awesome. I'm yeah. so glad they nailed it. Um, this is what Ben said. He said, Gal Gadot has operated the character of Wonder Woman on the screen. I feel like some of these wordings got mixed up. I know. Has operated the character? Yeah. Is there a translation maybe? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, or he just speaks very differently. Yeah. Um, and yet it's very difficult not to fall into the ridiculous. The border is extremely thin, but she's doing admirably well. The most impressive action sequences in the film are actually for her. So cool. So cool. And what I love is that we've only seen probably a combined two seconds yeah. of her action scenes yeah. in the film. It's like her standing and blocking and then her jumping. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know that there's going to be loads, loads more. Um, so once again, you know, it's a fantastic interview with Ben Affleck. He really goes into a lot of 
more of, of, of the creation of Batman with Zack Snyder. Um, he talks a little bit about um, Daredevil and, and his past um, with comic book movies. So definitely go check out uh, Premiere Magazine to get the rest of that interview. But we're going to move on for time's sake because there's just way too much to cover. Um, this was a quick thing that is just speculative, really. Um, but, you know, after the success of Deadpool, everybody, you know, of course, was going crazy about the R-rated, you know, comic book movies. And then this announcement came out that um, there will be a director's cut of Batman v Superman that my guess will actually be unrated, but, you know, it's more I, popular well, to say rated R. Well, no, it is it is definitely rated R. Okay, so they confirmed, it's confirmed. that it's well, rated R. Well, WB still hasn't said a word, but oh, the okay. MPAA releases what they rate. Oh, I see. And oh, it was okay. on their list. Right. Okay. Um, and much like <laughs> WB did for The Hobbit, they rated their extended cuts of The Hobbit. And so the extended yeah. cut of the third Hobbit was R. Oh, okay. Um, right. And this seems like it's very much the same thing. Right. Is, okay. is the extended cut for Batman v Superman has been rated R by the MPAA, um, and all it says is for sequences of violence. So uh, it was really interesting. There was a lot of swirl around it, but what was interesting to me is most of that swirl was positive. Hmm. Uh, and someone, uh, and I don't even remember who it was. I'd have to look it up, but uh, actually, really like. Like social media tracking, so yeah. that ninety five percent of the tweets about this were positive in nature. But do you think that's because of Deadpool? I don't know. I mean, it's weird that this came out so soon after Deadpool. I don't think that was on purpose because if it was on purpose, Warner Brothers would have announced it. Hmm. Warner Brothers didn't announce it. It came out because of the W or the MPAA. Hmm. So. Um, you know, I always felt like you know you don't need an R-rated Batman, and honestly, I think that the difference between the PG-13 and the R-rated is going to be minimal at most. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sometimes all it takes is a couple extra punches to the face to for the MPAA to say, "Oh, that's excessive." It's too, yeah. Now it's an R. Right. And yeah. so I think that that's all it is. It's a weird thing. Um, I don't think there's you know going to be huge orgies in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too huge, concerned about you know, that. Soup's lowest sex scene or anything like um, that. Yeah. So, so, but what's cool is that we are getting an extended cut of this film, which we talked about earlier with Jenna Malone, mm-hmm. and um, which is awesome because I'll, I will always take more over less. It's just Jill- it's just Jenna Malone naked, like just yes, a still that was frame. Her, that was her, her deleted scene. <laughs> That's just her standing there, like... Uh, okay, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. I, w- I won't say it necessarily adds to the movie, but I'll take it. Um, yeah, just a weird thing because, yeah, I agree. It's At least in our group of friends, I know that for most of us, it feels unnecessary to, to have such a mature-rated Batman. We yeah. love all the incarnations. We're moderately accepting, but, you know, yeah, so pretty insane, you know, to see yeah. this, to, to see yeah. this coming I, I, I've talked to people. I know people. Yeah. It's not it's, a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not, not a big deal. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that they're stupid enough if, to push it into a, a weird yeah. uh, or offensive realm, you know, in that, in that way. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Not with this. Jaws. Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh-huh. Jaws. In Jaws, you see a severed leg floating to the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. They presented it to the MPAA. It got an R. They cut six frames of the severed leg. Got a PG. Went out to theaters. Insane. It's, it's it it can it is a very so fuzzy weird. line. Yeah. Well, they draw the line, and then of course people will push it, and so it's one of those things. Yeah. They're like, well, okay, well, if it falls within the rules, so yeah, uh, be very interesting to see what that actually looks like. But you know, I'm excited to, and all in all, just to even see more footage from this. You know, a longer movie. You know, generally. Exactly. I'm 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 all for it <laughs> as long so, as it's not too crazy. But um. Yeah, so that so that there was that piece of news. This little snippet came out. Um, this uh, the the actor who did uh, I think the the motion capture, the mocap, and the voiceover work potentially for Doomsday uh, basically announced, came forward, and said that he uh, had. And his name is Robin Atkin Downs. He's actually done a lot of voiceover work. I was looking up like a compilation of of his work, and he's got tons of variety. Um, so to to try and nail down what Doomsday might sound like based off of his voiceover work is yeah. impossible because well, he's done and, everything. And he wasn't clear as to what he did. Yeah, so he just said he just said. 
so you know so excited to have helped bring Doomsday to life. Right, right. And so people are like, does that mean he did the mocap? Does that mean he did the voice? Did right. he do both? Yes. No one knows. Yeah. But he somehow played a part in bringing Doomsday to the big screen. Exactly. They just took a picture of his mug and they were like, you'd be perfect for this right. ugly brood. He's like, what? I just... That's <laughs> not very nice. Oh, well, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, so, so, yeah, he's a very talented actor all the same. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he actually brought to that. Yep. So, uh, along with the film, we were also getting the soundtrack for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. And right now, you know, there have been little snippets and previews that we've gotten to hear up until now. But now you can hear a full track called Their War Here. Um, so... If Water Tower Music has released the full track for it, you can check that out online. Um, my guess is it's the opening scene. Have you listened? I only listened to the 90-second preview okay. they had released previous. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't even touch um, it. Was... But my guess is it's the opening scene because their war here would mean the Kryptonians. That would mean Superman right. and Zod. Probably and when you listen to it, yeah. it's very Man of Steel, uh-huh. so it makes perfect sense that it would be that. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So check that out if you can't wait. If you can't um, wait. I've, I've listened to a couple of the samples, but for the most part, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just waiting. It's funny. I will say this. I, ever since the, the um, I guess the third trailer that came out um, before the very last, the most recent one, uh, I am getting, and even some of the TV ads and stuff, I'm really starting to get used to hearing that over the overture kind of uh-huh. the fight music. I think that yeah. main BVS theme. I'm I'm picking up. I'm starting to recognize it more. So it's it's one of those things that I'm like I'm I'm a little nervous about. But and I was talking about kind of finding a central theme, yeah. you know, and knowing you know how you can mentally think of the Batman themes in the past or the Man of Steel theme. You know, it's kind of cool. Like I feel like I'm I'm starting to. Piece of the Yeah, it's starting to, uh, you're tuning into it. Uh, yeah, I'm becoming familiar. So it's it's kind of exciting. It's yeah, kind of exciting. Very exciting. Just as a side thing. Uh, this w- real quick story, uh, you should check out Omaze. They are doing tons of these really fun videos in promotion of uh, BVS and obviously um, char- for charity. Uh, and basically, there is a contest in that they've been promoting where uh, the grand prize winner gets to uh, ride in the Batmobile with Henry, with uh, Ben Affleck, with Henry Cavill. That'd be weird. With Ben Affleck at the New York City premiere, uh, fly with Henry Cavill in a helicopter, and apparently photobomb the cast with Jesse Eisenberg on the red carpet. Um, so I think. I think it's uh, a, a children's charity, I believe. I can't remember what the specific uh, thing it is for. I know that they were doing some of it at – the first clip was him at the zoo. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was an animal charity. Or was it – oh, maybe it was the it was related to the, Batman, or the bat thing. Maybe. Yeah, crap. I got to go rewatch them. <laughs> I feel like a jerk. But, yeah, there are a couple of videos out there. And, again, I think this is all great promotion yes. for, the, for the film. So, yeah, you got Henry Cavill talking to a bunch of kids asking – who they like better. Really coercing them. Trying to tell them how how much better (laughs) Superman is. Um, And the the piece that everybody picked up on that was when uh, they were like, where Henry said, but Batman doesn't have any powers, does he? And then he looks at the camera and goes, does he, Ben? <laughs> so great. Yeah, um, the, the tongue-in-cheek nature of it is hilarious. Yeah. When he's trying to outreason these kids, right? So of, of why Superman is better. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, Hen- excuse me. Then Ben Affleck is his promotional video was in the Batmobile where he was surprising people over at the Warner Brothers lot, and that was where I was like, why wasn't I there that day? Come on. That's what I know. I was and he just gave imagining. just a random guy a ride in the Batmobile. Number one, they let Ben drive the Batmobile, right. which is pretty awesome. Right. Because um, even at Comic-Con, Zack Snyder didn't get to drive it. Right. He was riding passenger. He was he was riding Vicky Vale. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> which ain't, it ain't half bad when I mean, you're the director. I'd, I'd ride Vicky Vale. Yeah, I'd, Ricky, I'd Wait, ride Vicky Vale. Wait, that didn't sound, <laughs> that didn't sound right at all. Either way, I would. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, these are super fun, and they're great that they're they're doing all this work for charity. It's great that this contest is happening, and at the same time, it's really fun and cute videos to help promote the film. Get yes, the, get the word out there. Yes, yes. So check check those. And all then out. and then Jesse Eisenberg.
Goldberg did one too. Yes, at, he did. At a comic book store in New York City talking about Batman Superman and Lex Luthor. Yeah, very fun. Uh, his whole shtick of, of basically trying to talk talk up Lex, which is even harder. You think it's, it's impossible to convince people that Superman is better than Batman or vice versa. Try, try talking up Lex Luthor right. to people. It's, it's pretty hilarious how he plays it. Uh, uh, following that, uh, a little quick snippet. This was kind of a cool thing uh, that Regal Cinemas basically announced at a Regal Ultimate Ticket for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, which will allow the fans to see the movie every single day in its theaters as a screening at a cost of $100. Uh, pretty awesome. Yeah, only yeah. a thousand available, but I'm like, man, I, I don't know if this has been done before, but I don't man. think so. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, if there was a Regal Cinemas near me, yeah, I'd probably get it. Yeah, yeah, just to, just to get it. Yeah, uh, but the closest Regal Cinemas is like L.A. Live. Uh, and if you live in Los Angeles, LA Live is a huge pain yes, in the butt. Yes. And so I'm like, I, there's no way. I'm just not driving up to LA Live five times over the course of its run to see it because of this pass. Yeah. So um, I won't be getting it because it's just not convenient for yeah. me. But for people who are close to Regal Cinemas who think they're going to see the movie probably five or more times, it probably pays for itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very interested. And I'm already seeing it three. So I'm already pretty close. <laughs> I know. That's pretty awesome. Pretty man. close. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie in theaters more than three times, but this could be the one. My record isn't too impressive. It's only six. That's pretty good. That's way, yeah. That's it's my Yeah, but I I have a good friend yeah. who's, uh, who's on uh, Real Fans for Real Movies with me. He saw Man of Steel 19 times. Get out. And I was like, dude, that is so impressive. Like, I just don't... And he did the any Avengers right around that same number. Oh I, can't rem- I can't remember the exact number. But he, like, that dude commits. And I think that's, that's amazing. That's crazy. Like, I'm like, I, I would love to. But even the movies, like, Jurassic World. I freaking love Jurassic yeah. World. I went four times. Yeah. You know? I just Star can't... Wars, I went three. Like, that's... And for me, that if I can find the time to go three times, that's a big deal. Yeah. It, man, I, I guess... For me, not to get too far into this, obviously, but uh, yeah, what after a certain amount of times, like I like waiting to to let it sink in and then build the excitement of seeing it at home. Yeah. And then at home, I'll watch you know these movies, especially when they start playing them on TV and stuff. I'll watch right. them a freaking million times because it's such a comfort. You know, yeah. I could even have it on while I'm cleaning or whatever, and it's great. You know, but man, kudos to these these guys that are so committed like it's amazing. that. You know, there's definitely enough of them out there if they're. Uh, Making cards like this, and the yeah. card has a sweet BBS symbol. On yeah, it. and I think that's kind of why I want it. I, you know, like, again, yeah. if, like I have an AMC walking distance from my from my house. Uh-huh. If that was a Regal, yeah. I would probably buy it. Yeah, because yeah. because then I would I'd make sure I'd go six times or seven or whatever totally. because I paid for it and then I'd have the, the sweet card. I was gonna say the bragging rights of the card. Just yeah. it's kind of like that badge. It should have like, an ex- is- it should have an expiration date. Totally forever. Yeah, that should be. <laughs> That should be the expiration. And it should, like, compliment you on how much of a fan you really are yes. and how much better you are than everybody else because we all know yeah. that's what it's really the little bat, The little bat should punch out and be a fully working battering. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's $100, you know. That's... Hundred dollars. Let's, let's give them Let's give them what they're asking. So, uh, I, know, I do know one one guy who's bought one. Really? Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's like a Twitter and Facebook friend. I've never met him in person, but his name is Maddie. Maddie Fack. He, oh, cool. he went out and bought one. I was like, good for you, man. Enjoy, awesome. Maddie. Good job, buddy. Yeah. I don't that's... know if he listens to this show, but if he does, good job, <laughs> yeah, Maddie. Yeah, kudos. Kudos, Maddie. And all you other Maddies out there. And anyone else who bought this. That's yes, amazing. Exactly. Uh, so moving on. So uh, this was kind of a funny little deal. Obviously, with everybody talking about this movie, you can't help but listen to some of the other people who have taken part in Batman films. And uh, one of them being Morgan Freeman and him talking about how he's not quite sold on the fact that this franchise will top the free previous version that he was a part of. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, it looks great, but um, maybe not as good. Uh, he... <laughs> He was uh, reported at when being interviewed uh, for London Has Fallen, which is coming out soon, uh, to say, you know, I'm happy for Ben Affleck, but I don't know how that's going to work because The Dark Knight was almost it. Pretty much it. Did you see Batman Begins? I don't think you can beat that. Which... He makes a stunning case. Yeah, yeah. He's not saying anything bad against Ben Affleck. Right. He's just so proud of those movies totally. that he was part of that yeah. he's like, no, it's a, 
it's already be done, been done perfectly. Well, and I love that kind even... kind of respect that. Totally. And I love that he even calls out Batman Begins. He didn't yeah. say The Dark Knight, which is generally the crowd favorite. Right. He called out the one which is kind of like the quintessential... What everyone cites is like, so far, yeah. the most true, honest-feeling Batman story. Right. You know? um, so very fun. Uh, and then Christian Bale had a little bit to comment on. Uh, and he had said, uh, you know, as far as as far as playing Batman, that everyone brings their own element to that. Uh, ben Affleck will do that as well, as far as, you know, Batman, obviously. And he said, as, as his comments on how the movie's looking, he said, I think the trailers are looking great, and I'm looking forward to that. But right on for Morgan Freeman for saying that no one will ever be that. I very much like him. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Uh, He's so, like, ah, Morgan, Morgan's still standing up for me. It's yeah. been a couple of years. Ah, yeah. oh, that's awesome. What a swell guy. That's I love great. it. Yeah. Uh, so very fun uh, just to see, you know, hey, when, you, when, you're the home, when you're the home team, you're not going to vote against your right. own team. You know? Right. So it, it makes sense. Fun stuff. Um, so with all this Batman v Superman talk, it's easy to forget. Forget that Suicide Squad is coming Indeed. in August on yeah. August fifth. Yeah, well, it's funny because it's uh, been real back and forth on a lot of this stuff, you know. Because Suicide Squad really, with that last trailer, kind of stole the show for a little bit. I mean, the yeah. momentum on that was huge. Yeah, and then they were kind of quickly like, "Okay, we're super glad you're excited about that, but don't, don't forget this because don't this movie's coming, coming out, out very, soon." Yeah. yeah. So back to laser focus on that. Um, so apparently, David Ayer and Will Smith had a great time making Suicide Squad because they're already signed on together to make another movie called Bright. Um, it also stars Joel Edgerton. Mac La- Max Landis wrote the script, and it is set in a world where orcs and fairies live among humans. Oh. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what that is. But doesn't was, sound very David Ayer to yeah, me. Yeah, it's so that's that's sort of like what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, but you know, like. The man's got a vision. I'm willing to see what he's got up his sleeve. Yeah. Um, but the most interesting interesting thing about this report was buried in the report was like, oh, but they wanted to make sure that David Ayer and Will Smith would be back uh, on board to shoot a second Suicide Squad in 2017. Yeah. As though that was just Like that was kind of the throwaway knowledge. comment, but that's the most important part. Yes. I mean, orcs and fairies living among humans, great. We're all pumped. But Suicide Squad 2. That's quite sweet. something. Yeah. 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 Uh, not too surprising, at least as far as, you know, what the buzz for this movie has been. Yeah. Pretty resoundingly positive. Um, so, you know, who knows the validity because, you know, it seems like every movie that gets good buzz, you know, you wait for the sequel announcement. Right, um, right. And it doesn't always pan out. But I would say, you know, there's a fair chance for this one. You know? I'm, I'm pretty confident that yeah. it's going to make enough to get a sequel. I and it's cool so. that they're already arranging the pieces so that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and then Wonder Woman. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, a new description for Wonder Woman uh, as far as uh, BVS has made its way online. It was a little uh, character blurb that uh, came out about her character. And uh, it kind of – I think it went into what she is doing. I can't remember what the heck it's. Yeah, it's like said. her profession. Yeah, her profession. That's right. For the uh, most part, it's kind of a generic description about Wonder Woman, but it had like one interesting little tidbit in there. Yes. Uh, oh, the last line. That's yeah, right. the last line. Uh, so basically, it just said, "I won't. I won't read the rest because it's what we already know about." No, her. read the whole thing. Okay, fine. Read the whole thing. All Come right. On. All right. The world's first and foremost super female superhero, Wonder Woman, at once embodies the unrivaled force and supreme grace of a born warrior, and the genuine compassion and understanding of a true humanitarian. Dang it. As a symbol of equality, power, and truth, her natural confidence and unmistakable intelligence make her an unequaled, if unexpected, ally. The immortal Amazonian princess Diana keeps her eyes and ears open for intrigue as the beautiful and mysterious antiquities dealer Diana Prince. Well done. Thank you. Well done. So, so the important part is she's antiquities an antiquities dealer. dealer. <laughs> Yay! Which honestly makes perfect sense. Yes. Especially with little, little murmurs that we have heard around the Wonder Woman solo film about mm-hmm. her tracking down maybe some... Uh, magical weapons. Yeah, she could do that as an antiquities Indeed. dealer. Indeed, yeah. These these heroes, they're great at picking these professions that just you know they're like just perfectly shroud their yeah. hero side. You right. Know? So 
kudos, Diana Prince. Yeah, so just a neat little little piece little, of info. Little piece, little snippet. Little snippet. Um, something else that came out last week around Justice League. Yes. Um, number one, Zack Snyder said, no, we shoot April 11th. Yeah. So all those, all those murmurs of, oh, I think it might get delayed. Or, yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder was like, no, no, we're no, shooting we're on April 11th. forging ahead, yes. And as if saying that wasn't enough, then... Later the same day, he tweeted out a photo of him and Jason Momoa in what looks like a costume workshop. Yes. Full of costumes and props and production for Justice League. Yes. So this photo was just a blast to kind of look over and dissect and yes. see what we could see. And there's lots of cool stuff in there. Yes, absolutely. You get our first real glimpse of the Flash costume. Yes, and yes. it's and it's fuzzy and it's in the back, but I like it. Well, the it, the thing that's cool is what we've seen in the concept art seemed a little bit more of a departure, yeah. uh, from what we're used to. Yeah, and this suit that we're seeing, as blurry as it is, at least the kind of general silhouette of it doesn't have that sort of blocky bulk factor that the concept art shows. Totally, it has more of the sleek. Flash look. Yeah. I think you're expecting. And that's just it is I wasn't crazy about the concept art because it was a little too dirty and busted up and bulky. And this one looks a lot sleeker and just more faithful. And I I love that. I think that's great. You see that Aquaman has a full costume. Mm -hmm. So the picture, of course, that we have seen, you know, he's got armor and and his bare chest up top and then you know and then kind of more the traditional Aquaman pants and and emblem Mm -hmm. and this one is a full suit with including shirt yes Uh, so that's super cool so Aquaman's gonna have multiple looks as we move forward uh huh and then, and then one of the other things, there's like a sleek, there, there's some bat cows in there, and then one of these things, and I got to just plug uh, Holy Batcast because you guys talked about it. Yeah, uh, in detail. We didn't really plan on it, but we did. Like, we, we, we nerded out about this photo. Well, you had a guest. And we had a guest, Mark Hughes from Forbes, who is awesome. Yes. And he convinced me. <laughs> because he was so he was adamant. He, he was, was so adamant. It. Yeah. And and I was like, I can't argue with that. Like because there is a black costume. Yes. That has been the source of a lot of speculation. Some people thought it was Green Lantern's costume just mm-hmm. prior to coloring. Mm-hmm. Um I suppose that's possible, but now we're hearing about Green Lantern. It sounds like not very probable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I've seen Nightwing get thrown around a lot, sure. and as a fan, I would love oh, that, man. but I also don't think it's super probable. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but because the things that you could see in this room were very, very Aquaman Atlantis-focused, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Hughes insisted. Countless. Like, I was dying laughing because yeah. it was just, once that came up, it was like, he just couldn't emphasize enough. Like, no, I'm not confirming it from any other source, but I'm telling you, it's that black. This is Black Manta. Manta. <laughs> that this is Black Manta. Yeah. And I just I, his enthusiasm. I was just imagining. He was like, I've zoomed in on it. I've checked in on it. Like, I, if I could have been a fly on the wall when he was like looking into it, focusing on it, and just flipping out about it, I was just dying laughing because just the the fandom of yeah. it was so. Oh, hilarious. it's Black Manta. It's, it's Black great. Manta. Yeah, just absolutely convinced. And uh, yeah, we had to rename. The episode, Holy Black Man. <laughs> yeah. So definitely check out that episode. It was a blast. And you guys covered the fantastic article that he wrote. Yeah, uh, about and, how it's going to do just fine. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I, if that's Black Manta, that's awesome. Yes. Because I, I love that. I think yeah. that's great. Um, so there was that. You got to see a little piece of concept art with Mara. Yes, yeah. Who has been heavily rumored mm-hmm. is going to be in Justice League. Mm-hmm. And a cast list came out that did list Amber Heard as Mara, yeah. even though it still hasn't been confirmed by Warner Brothers. That seems very likely. Right. Um, there was a, the other armor in there that looked kind of Atlantean in nature. Yeah, There's. It, it's like, is that an alternate uh, Aquaman suit? Is that another character? There's tons of There's a lot going in on there. in there, yeah. It's very hard to, to pick out exactly what each of them are, but... Just the bottom line is just very exciting to see a photo like that. And uh, just the speculation is what we love. So, oh, yeah. You know, it, was, it was a really, really fun afternoon just looking at every nook and cranny of that photo. Being yeah. like, ah, it's, so, it's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. So if you've seen that photo, and like some of us did initially, uh, I know I did kind of initially until I started looking at it. Yeah, I initially was like, oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's, it's oh, those Zack Snyder and 
Jason Momoa, They're nice. Pals. That's neat. Great. <laughs> and, and then you start looking around what's in the room and you go, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Oh, wait a second. There's lots of cool stuff. Yeah, so definitely go have another look at that if you haven't checked it out. And uh, let us know what you guys think as far as, you know, whether or not that's Black Manta or what those could be, um, you know. You're probably wrong as far as Mark Hughes is concerned. If it, if you say otherwise, it's but, Black Manta. But it's you know, it is Black, it's Black Manta. Manta. Uh, so that about wraps us up as far as news. Yeah, uh, this we week. got well done. We got through a lot. Man, a lot to cover. We had to lot. kind of graze over some of this uh, this stuff. Uh, but you know, again, go back and check a lot of that stuff out if it was enough to satiate your palate. There's tons out there. Obviously, yeah, check out check out Entertainment Weekly if you if if you want to. There is some spoilery stuff in there, so yes. just be warned. Yes. But check out Entertainment Weekly. Check out Premiere. Uh, it is just it is raining Batman news right now. Oh, it's so glorious, and it's tough to resist. But you know that movie is we're on the brink. Yeah, we're on the brink. And one final uh, piece. Oh, actually, we got we got a couple of pieces of listener feedback. Right. Would you mind pulling up that one because I. Didn't have it on here. Uh, but our Dude. first one is from uh, Dave, who actually wrote us last time. I think I commented uh, that it was Andy P. But it was actually Dave who asked us about um, that HitFix interview. And, um, or HitFlix. Uh, and uh, he wrote us again this week and said, Hey, guys, with regards to the news of R-rated BVS, does it not seem a tad early for the DVD rating for a movie that hasn't – hasn't even been released in theaters yet and what do you make of all the controversy that this garnered also has there been any sort of consensus yet on which robin filmmakers use as the victim of the joker thanks and have a good one dave so we already covered the r rating stuff yeah i'd say is it weird that it's this early maybe but i mean they could just be getting their ducks in a row yeah i i mean i'm not i don't think it means anything yeah they just they just put it in for rating early yeah because it was done yeah um but yeah, I don't think that there's and all the controversy. I, like I said, I think the controversy is maybe overstated. I don't think it's there's as much as maybe people think. Yeah, I mean, even myself, I I thought it was more speculative, but it was really out there, just like, well, this is the rating the FDA yeah, gave, yeah. but who knows what that means, you know? Uh, so you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. But I think our opinion is that it won't be as. It's not going to be some dead. It's not going to be stuff. extreme. You yeah. know, it's it'll be a lot more reserved than than we might think. Uh, the victim of the Joker, Robin. So we've talked about this at length over the past year or so because yeah. there there was a lot of speculation of oh is it Jason Todd or are they going to are they going to kill Dick Grayson because right. it'll make it you know so that way they don't have to explain multiple Robins and yada yada yada. Yes. Um, in the EW article, Jeff Johns says that they don't mention Robin by name. Ah. So they leave it open. Uh, however, mm. I have it on good authority, and I totally believe that it is indeed Jason Todd, who is the quote-unquote dead Robin. It would we be, all know that he don't stay dead. Yes, but for now, yes. um, I have it on good authority. It's Jason Todd. It, as we've said previously, it's the easiest way to go. I mean, as far as familiarity. You mean Dick Grayson is the easiest way to go? No, 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 no. Jason Todd. Oh, okay. I think that Jason Todd is the easiest way to go as far as killing a Robin. Right, right. You know, okay. As far as familiarity, you're, it would be Dick Grayson. Okay, I, got I would it. say that. Um, but, you know, as far as just not ruffling feathers, and especially surrounding all of this speculation about Nightwing, you know, I would be very surprised to see that not be Dick Grayson. Yeah. Um, that would be very weird. Yeah. Uh, so... I think it's a smart move kind of leaving it in the air, you know? Yeah. Um, so you don't have to go too deep into it in right. this movie? Yeah, you don't have to answer every question. You just leave it You leave it to decide later. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that's more likely, especially initially we're kind of saying, oh, I don't know if they'll go far that, that far into the mythos. Well, we're sitting here talking about potentially Black Manta in a Justice League movie. So I think that's thrown out as far as getting into the mythos and getting into these, you know, deeper, less known characters. Yeah, it's, and there have been pretty strong possible. rumors about Red Hood. Cool. Um, in that in that DC and Warner Brothers really like Red Hood. Yes. And if that is true, that also just speaks to the fact that this is probably Jason Todd. Yeah, absolutely. So Dave White, thank you for your email. Yes. We appreciate it. And then we got another email from uh, listener Tom Laird. Tom said, just finished episode 154 of the Batman Universe. I had something to pitch you guys about the ace chemical scene in Suicide Squad. Because we had talked about... Yes. That that scene where Joker jumps after Harley in uh-huh. the, into the chemicals and uh-huh. as to what was going on and whatever, um, we talked about the fact that that might not be her quote unquote transformation because we also see in previous trailers that 
there's a moment where he gives her shock therapy. Yes. That is probably and it is her for that sure. Is, yeah, that yeah. is probably where that happens. So yes. anyway, this is what Tom said. Tom said, "I think her mental transfer." Blah, 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 blah. I think her mental transformation will occur with the electrode scene, and she will dress like Harley with hair dye, pigtails, and white paint. However, at some point, Joker will throw her into the chemicals, then make a joke about how she fell and he needs to save her, and then dive like we saw in the trailer to save her. So that, Tom, thank you for the theory. Thank yes. you for writing in. Yes. Uh, what do you think? I think that would be really tricky to it doesn't sit well with me i i mean the the nature of joker doing something like that you know and making a joke about it i i can see that i think that's in his nature but it seems really weird for him to throw her in there and then jump in to save her especially as we've seen that shot looks pretty dramatic Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like like that would be very weird. Like unless it was kind of tongue in cheek, yeah. doing it and then say, you know, doing this grand leap to save her and uh-huh. pull her out. Um, it just doesn't fit for me. I but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I truly, it's so. I don't even know. As we said, we we don't even know what that chemical is. Right. I watched it again and it does look more than I had remembered. Like their clothes were being affected um, by whatever that chemical is. Right. Um, so. So I'm like, oh, well, there actually is a little more validity to that that idea that their clothes are melting or whatever uh-huh. than I had thought. But it just – I don't know. I don't know. It's too – I don't want to make a call because yeah. – so I, I won't say – I won't say no to this because I have no idea. Um, that is not how I would probably write it. Yeah. But, um, well, it, it almost feels like uh – I mean, this could be one of many things. There's a lot of possibilities of what could be going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure that's super likely because it almost feels like doubling down on a transformation where mm-hmm. you get her turn into Harley mentally and then later she turns into it mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. Like, why do it twice? Um, and at the same time, when he is pulling her out of the chemicals, she seems to be unconscious. Yeah. So I think that also speaks to something else going on there that, you know, where he might be saving her because she looks unconscious. Yeah. If I had to guess maybe this early on, I would say it's something to the effect of kind of like what was speculated, I think you, you had mentioned or we had talked about the idea that maybe she is in pursuit of the Joker with the Suicide Squad. She is upset with him. Uh-huh. And then once he saves her... That, that helps her, their reconciliation. Yes, yeah. yes. So I could see it being more something like that, less of he pushes her in and then saves goes her. Goes after her. I feel yeah. like she fell in and then he goes after her, and that is how they kind of reunite, essentially. So right. that makes sense more story-wise to me, but... Eh, could be, yeah. It's so loose. It's certainly possible. Yes. A- yes. Anything is possible. Yes. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, because there has been a lot of speculation as to what exactly is going yeah. on there, and, and we can guess and we can speculate. But Yeah. Uh, you could be saying, I told you so, man. Yeah. We have no idea. So um, I love the theory. I love that, you know, that the, the excitement surrounds, surrounding these movies just... You can't help but theorize at least a bit. So it's great. Love it. So thank you for writing in, Tom, and thank you for writing in, Dave. We appreciate it. Uh, Anyone else who would like to send us an email, we love uh, hearing about this. We love talking about it. Love the feedback. So shoot us a message on the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Or or at the the BatmanUniverse.net, there's a comment section if you listen on there that you can post on there as well. Sweet. Um, So there's many ways to reach us. But that does it for this week. So... Uh, happy, happy, what is it, two weeks, three three weeks? Well, it's two weeks and six days, two I guess. Two weeks and six days, yeah. okay. Because yeah, technically it's three weeks from Thursday. We're recording on Friday. Right. Um, so we've got two more of these shows to do. And then we're... And then we'll see the movie. Home stretch. So it's going to get real crazy. Our voices are going to get it's, higher. It's already crazy. <laughs> Our voices are going to get higher in each successive episode of the Batman Universe Uh after this because, you know, we're going to be that much closer and we're going to be giddy little schoolgirls by the time this is about to come out. Uh, (laughs) Thank you guys for listening and uh, tolerating our nonsense and hopefully you're excited and tolerating some, uh, you know, nonsense of your own uh, (laughs) and creating some madness about the excitement of this movie. Uh, But uh, don't forget to check in at thebatmanuniverse.net and listen to all the other podcasts on thebatmanuniverse.net and listen to uh, Andy's other show, Holy Batcast, as we've uh, plugged. The last one was fantastic. It's a hoot. uh, And leave him your feedback as well on there. Thank Um, you. And we just did a new one about uh, Batman Bad Blood. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Which actually I saw that those, um, I think that one, uh, was it that one? I know Son of Batman and a couple others just hit Netflix streaming as well. Ooh. 
So some of those ones I hadn't caught, uh, you can catch up on those on Netflix streaming as well if you've got that and get, you know, just some to tide you over until BBS exactly. comes out. Exactly. Very cool. Yes, sir. But on behalf of Andy, I have been Jamie Magoo Magoonicle or something, and this has been the Batman Universe. The Batman Universe is not affiliated with Warner Brothers or DC Entertainment. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the participants are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the companies or organizations that they happen to work for. But thanks for joining us for this episode, and we will see you around Gotham. Yeah, we do. All right, we're rolling. That's my... Oh, it's I, you, buddy. I, I start. Get in there. Let's talk some Ghostbusters. Uh, so... As we do. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Jamie and I don't agree. <laughs> I think she's funny. Okay. <laughs> I think she'd make a great penguin, personally. Well, well... <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs>